How's it going, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of The Geeky Gentleman. It's the podcast for all your geeky needs, fashion, and your lifestyle tips, all rolled into one perfectly packaged podcast. Okay, Netflix has finally decided to pull the sword out of the stone with one of their newest twists on the popular Arthurian legend with their series, Cursed. Now, the show is based on the novel by Frank Miller, and it stars 13 Reasons Why actress Catherine Langford. Now, this show brings the popular tale of King Arthur, but it focuses a tale on Langford's character of Nimue. But is the show worth all the hype, or should they have just left it in the stone? That's today's topic on The Geeky Gentleman. In the gentleman's portion, I'm talking about what you should be looking for in a face mask and my top five favorite face masks that will keep you looking stylish in and outside of the gym. Alrighty then, enough said, let's jump right into the podcast. Alrighty, so Netflix seems to be trying to hit a stride with the whole fantasy sci-fi genre. Now, Curse comes fresh off the heels of the popular Witcher show, you know, the one that had Henry Cavill, and another fantasy heroine show, Warrior Nun. Now, The Witcher, I liked, Warrior Nun, uh, you know, there are parts. Netflix viewers will be quick to compare the show to other female heroine tales like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and the recently cancelled Sabrina. The show follows the same format of, you know, a female character finding out that she's been chosen for a much larger destiny than she could have imagined, or possibly even wanted. Now, this show is much more closer to the chilling adventures of Sabrina in terms of tone, and at no point though hits the maturity or the emotional punches of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I say that as a huge, huge fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I like a good retelling of the story of King Arthur as much as the next person. I really enjoyed the BBC Merlin, but I think my favorite retelling of the show was the miniseries of Merlin starring Sam Neill back in 1998. And if you guys haven't seen it, you need to watch it. That is good. That was good television. Curse centers around the actions of the character of Nimue, who in the Arthur legend eventually becomes the mysterious Lady of the Lake. Everything is present in Curse for it to become an epic female-centric fantasy adventure, but there's too many things that just weigh the story down, and what could have been and should have been a really fantastic show just becomes a bland retelling of the popular legend. So the series follows the main character of Nimue, who is a face sorceress, and she's essentially persecuted by her own people. So, first off, I already found this a very hard pill to swallow. Hear me out. The Fae all believe and respect magic, and they all seem to be mystical to varying degrees, but they persecute the one of them who actually has magical powers. I just found that just really, really lazy writing. Like, it just really felt like the writers were trying to force so much sympathy straight from the beginning for Nimue, and it just didn't make sense to me. It's just really lazy writing, and there's a lot of that in Curse. There is a lot of that. Also, very early in the story, her entire tribe is brutally massacred by the Red Paladins. Now, in the show, the Red Paladins are your religious zealots, and they're just really determined to destroy magic and the Fae. That is their goals. They just want all the Fae wiped out. Now, during all this drama, Nimue becomes entrusted with the Sword of Power otherwise known as Excalibur, although they really, really do not call it Excalibur at any point of the show. But we all know it's Excalibur. It's the Sword of Power, though. And Nimue is told that she needs to deliver the Sword of Power to the infamous Merlin. 
Now, anyone who's seen The Lord of the Rings will very much find out that the show uses a sort of power very much like the One Ring from The Lord of the Rings. It bestows great power at the cost of the corruption of the bearer. Throughout the series, much of the excitement stems from the character reveals of popular characters from the original legend. So the series is extraordinarily dependent on audiences already being familiar with the medieval lore. At its core, Cursed is just messy. The show doesn't really know what it wants to be, and it struggles the entire season to find its tone. At times, it seems like it wants to be a child-friendly show, something that you would see on the Disney Channel, and at other times, it tries to be very saucy like Game of Thrones. It just really doesn't work. The pacing and the transitions in the series are clunky and lazy at best. For example, the series attempts to use comic book-like illustrations as transitions between scenes. It's kind of like, you know, like painting on parchment. It looks really, really cool. It's visually, you know, really pretty. And at first, I thought it was a clever way to transition from, you know, point A to point B. But as the series progressed, they decided to use this as kind of like a placeholder instead of an actual scene with the characters, and they would depict key plot points in the transition scenes instead of, you know, filming the actual scene with the actual actors. And that was very confusing because I found myself multiple times thinking that I had missed a scene or even missed an entire episode, but in actuality, the scene took place in the transition. And I just felt that that was kind of very much a lazy way of moving the plot along, moving the story along, and it really just only furthered the poor sense of pacing in the series. Most, if not all, the characters quickly become one-dimensional. The show really just tries to keep audiences thrilled by the twist of the original mythos. Arthur is a good-looking rogue who's looking for honor. Merlin is a drunk and possibly even a traitor to the Fae. But the only two selling points for me in the series are the performances by Catherine Langford, who portrays Nimue, and Gustav Skarsgård, who plays Merlin. Even with the forced dialogue that would make most viewers cringe, these two actors manage to hold enough thrall in their scenes to make audiences want to see them more. The show seems more about trying to sell Catherine Langford to audiences versus keeping them under the spell of the Lady of the Lake's origin story. If you've seen any of the popular fantasy films or shows, then Curse is just really going to feel like a recycled version of them all, but without any of the dramatic impact. My advice, stick to The Witcher. And with that said, we're going to jump right into the gentleman's portion of the podcast. So even though most of the world has said goodbye to lockdown, the threat of COVID-19 is still out there. Here in England, it's become mandatory to wear masks in shops, supermarkets, and when traveling on public transport. Wherever you are in the world, it's probably best to start investing in some reusable face masks. Luckily, brands are quickly rising to the challenge in making face masks the coolest must-wear accessory of 2020. When you start looking for a face mask, there's a couple things you need to keep in mind. First, the fit. Face coverings should cover both the mouth and the nose and fit around the sides of your face without it having to be held in place. Don't be that fool who wears the face mask with your nose hanging out. It should cover your nose and mouth. Second, the quality. 
You'll be washing your face mask regularly, so you want to make sure that your mask can withstand the power of your washing machine. Now that we've got that covered, let's talk about some of the most stylish face masks for men. Number 1. Savile Row This is one of my favorites and most smart looking face masks out there. Savile Row continues to keep men looking like a gentleman with their light blue and white striped cotton mask. It's definitely the one to get when you want to stay suave. Number 2. Reese Reese has gone full luxe with its face mask. They've created this dark blue dotted design which is made with a silk blend so it's super comfortable on your skin. The mask features a wire that runs along the top edge of the mask which allows the wearer to shape it for a custom fit across their nose and cheekbones. Number 3. Scotch and Soda Now that we have to wear face masks, it's kind of hard to showcase your smile, but that's exactly what Scotch and Soda aim to tackle with their witty face mask. Their black face mask with a rainbow colored stitching of the words I'm smiling will definitely put a smile on everyone else's face, even though you might not be able to see it. Number 4. Adidas If you're wanting a face mask that's a bit more sporty, then you'll want to get one from Adidas. Whether you get it in black or the bright blue, both feature the iconic Adidas logo on the side. Continuing with their sustainability efforts, these masks are made with two layers of the Eco-Material Prime Green, which is a super soft and breathable recycled fabric that's free from virgin plastic. Number 5. Under Armour If you're wanting to take your face mask to that next training level, then Under Armour has what you are looking for. They've engineered a mask with athletes who are looking to train safely in mind. The black mask incorporates an enhanced airflow thanks to the soft, lightweight fabric and a secure but not too tight fit. The mask has a base layer fabric which is lower than most masks as to not obstruct any eyewear. The inside fabric employs a UA ISO chill tech that disperses the heat which gives a cooling effect as you put it on. I personally love this face mask because if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, it's very reminiscent of the mask, you know, like Scorpion or Sub-Zero wear. So I kind of get a little kick out of that. And there you have it, gentlemen. My top five picks of face masks that's going to keep you looking epic inside and outside of the gym. A big thank you again for listening to another episode of The Geeky Gentleman. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast. That would definitely give me a happy... Feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram, I'm at DriftingDecal, if you have any other style or grooming questions, and I'd love to hear what you guys thought of Cursed. Are you going to watch the second season if it gets renewed? Let me know. If you want more content from me, feel free to visit my blog at www.driftingdudes.com, and until our next podcast adventure, I will talk at you guys later. Bye.